What up? It's Allison Carpio, and you're listening to Hello Delicious Emails, where we talk about making your marketing more sustainable and selling your offers with email. If you're hungry for spicy marketing advice with locally sourced ingredients and no fillers or preservatives, you're in the right spot. Grab a plate, grab a fork and spoon, and let's get to it. So it's summertime here in San Francisco, and that can only mean one thing. It's mango season. (laughs) Now, you know I love mangoes. If you've been following me or if you've connected with me for a while now, I'm Filipino-American. And honestly, I have really fond memories growing up of my mom coming home with a box of manila mangoes or Alfonso mangoes from the store. And there were about, there's a box of 12 or 18 of them. So there were a lot. And if you're unfamiliar with the types of mangoes, here's a quick little lesson here. So there are red mangoes. Uh, They're a lot bigger in size. And those are the most common ones you see at the store. So if you see at the store cut up mangoes, run the other way because they're probably one, unripe and crappy. (laughs) And uh, two, they're probably the red mango variety because they're bigger and therefore, you know, it's, it's, they're just bigger. So people are more likely to cut them and sell them. Then you have the Alfonso mangoes or the manila mangoes. That's a smaller type and it's yellow on the outside. It's bright yellow. And ask anyone whose culture has mangoes in them, they all say that they have the best mangoes. So keep that in mind. I am quite biased. In Filipino culture, we love our manila mangoes. It's a smaller one. It's yellow on the outside. And in my experience, it is a lot sweeter and the texture is smoother. It cuts like butter. It's just really uh, soft and it's not all stringy like say the red mango variety. And All that to say is, well, the size of your email list, people always think the bigger your email list, the better. But when it comes to mangoes, smaller mangoes, in many ways, taste a lot better. They are sweeter and they have better texture. (laughs) Mangoes aside, okay, let's say, I mean, I've said it many times, but the size of your email list does not matter as much as the engagement of your email list and the fact that you are consistently building your email list. So don't let the size of your email list stop you from emailing and from selling in your emails. Teladeliciousemails.com to get started. All right, back to the show. So again, mangoes aside, no matter what size your email list is, you still want to keep consistently growing your email list. All right. Don't let this size stop you, but you still want to keep growing your email list. And I want to talk about list building today because it's something that is important to do on a regular basis. And we'll talk about what regular actually means, not just a month before you're launching or sort of like this one and done thing like, okay, I did this push and now I'm done building my list. It's a consistent, constant thing that you are doing in your business. And the reason for that is because you are always wanting new qualified people onto your email list. And that doesn't mean just collect as many emails as possible from anyone. You, of course, you want a strategy around it. So 
With that, let's dive into some common mistakes that I see all the time with clients who are building their email list. So the first one is your freebie or your opt-in, whether that's an ebook, a quiz, a PDF of some sort, a webinar, a training, whatever that is, your freebie doesn't connect to your offer. It is unrelated or far in distance to your offer. Now that may sound quite oversimplified. Like, of course, most people's freebies are going to connect to their offer. But a lot of times what I keep seeing is the freebie isn't a really smooth connection or a direct connection. It's kind of like flights and you're trying to get from San Francisco to New York. Well, you want that direct flight from San Francisco to New York and you want it as smooth and easy as possible. So your freebie needs to be that. So your freebie is San Francisco, your offer is New York. But what I'm seeing a lot of the times is people's freebie going from San Francisco to Phoenix, to Houston, to Philadelphia, and then to New York. And you don't want that. (laughs) You want it to connect to your offer. You want it to be very clearly related to your offer, not some obscure thing, just because um, it's something people are interested in. And the reason why your freebie might not be directly related to your offer is because maybe you're posting a lot of content that really resonates with your people and that's not connected to your offer, but you think, okay, well, I'm getting a lot of engagement in this and people are interested in this and therefore I should create an opt-in around this. But that's not the case because we want our opt-in offer to connect to our paid offer Because that tells us if someone opts into it, then, of course, they're going to be interested in what we have to offer when it comes time to sell. So we only want the people who are interested in what we have to offer. And that, first and foremost, starts with what you are offering them to get onto your email list. For example, when I was working with a SaaS company, like a B2B software company, and they sold website analytics. So, you know, if you want to see what someone does on your website, which opt-ins they get, what blog posts they visit, what webinars they opt into before they buy or before they sign up for a free trial, whatever, that's what their product did. But their content was all over the map. They had opt-in offers about SEO, which in SEO, you can't track SEO traffic. So it was highly unrelated. They had opt-ins around social media marketing, which was not quite as closely related to their product. And as a result, it was really hard for them to convert those opt-ins into buyers because of what they were attracting people onto their email list for. So The person, let's say, like the customer would opt into some social media marketing guide and then they're getting into, you know, their email list and all of a sudden, you know, they're being sold website analytics. They're like, what? This has nothing to do with social media or it's very obscure. It's a hardcore return. (laughs) So don't be that B2B software company. Make sure your freebie is closely related to your offer. Give them the direct flight from San Francisco to New York, all right? The second mistake is maybe you're not selling in your opt-in at all. 
there's no CTA. What do people do next? So there are a couple of different ways of selling your freebies, and that's, you know, plugging in customer testimonials, stories, et cetera. And then there's not having any CTAs at all. So imagine you're watching a video of a chef who is showing you her special birria tacos. It's this recipe that's been handing down, handed down through generations, and she's showing you her process. She uses goat versus beef because in the States, beef is much more common and more affordable where true birria has goat, but she uses goat and it is authentic. It is been handed down through generations and it is special. And you watch her process, you watch her, you know, make it, you see the finished product and now you're hungry. You're super hungry. But the problem is in the video, the chef doesn't tell you where to get her tacos. She doesn't even tell you how to make them. There's no, there's no CTA or no next step. So now you're just hungry and you don't know where to get their tacos and you just have this craving and it's really sad. <laughs> so you don't want to do that in your opt-in, in your freebie, all right? You want to have a CTA, guide them on what to do next. And that's where a CTA, a call to action strategy comes in handy. And then another common, common, common mistake is really relying on organic social media posts to get opt-ins. Now, I have clients who have really big followings on social media and small followings on social media, medium followings on social media, or no followings on social media. And honestly, to really build your email list on social media, it, take, it is a grind. You don't want to rely just on posting and on your stories to drive people to opt into your email list. Yes, you can do it here and there. Don't rely on it. Remember the story of how I hosted a challenge. It was a free challenge to generate leads. It was called the Great Email Bake Off. Still very proud of that title. And I had 100 or so signups. Let's just say 100 for simplicity's sake. I sent out five emails to my email list and I posted five IG posts, so posts in the feed and about 15 or so IG stories to promote the challenge. I got 100 signups, 100 opt-ins. 80 of those opt-ins came from those five emails. That means the remaining 20 of those opt-ins came from the five IG posts and 15 plus IG stories. Now I wanted those 20 opt-ins. I'm really glad I got those, but you can see how much of a grind it is and how much effort it took to get those 20 versus the 80. So when it comes to building your email list, there's something much more effective than only relying on social media. And that could be podcast guesting, that's giving talks on summits, that's collaborations, um, whether that's a joint webinar, that there's email swaps, which I'll talk about, a very simple one. I love doing that. I do that one pretty frequently. And then, of course, if you have the budget for it, you don't have to, but I see it done quite well, is ads. So there are so many other ways to build your email list that you can do on a regular basis. 
Um, don't rely just on social media or organic social media posts. Think of who you can collaborate with, who has similar audiences to you. And make sure you're selling throughout your freebie while you're providing your value because at the end of the day, you're a business and this is marketing. You want people to know that you have offers and that they are helpful to them and make sure your freebie connects to your offer. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to hellodeliciousemails.com if you're ready to cook up some spicy, tangy, umami emails that sell. And don't forget to follow the show so you get notified whenever a freshly baked episode comes out of the oven. Say hi to me on IG at Allison Carpio. Slide on in my DMs. Say what up. I'd love to hear from you and hope to see you there.